peace and welcome to the tailored healing collective podcast this is a space where we discuss everything sacred medicine motherhood healing practices across the globe and transformation above all it is my hope you take each story shared here and find empowerment in your own life for it is here that we educate the mind to liberate the soul i'm your host taylor Welcome to another episode of the Taylor Healing Collective Podcast. We talk a lot on this show about transformation through the mind, body, and soul. And today I have a special guest. She goes by Misha on TikTok, Soulfully Misha. And she does some great work in subconscious programming and works as a hypnotherapist. So I will let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what she does. Yes. Hi, Taylor. I'm so excited to be here. Um, as, as she said, my name is Misha. I am a certified hypnotherapist, and I have been one for about two years now, I would say. Um, my main focus with what I do is just assisting women of color with conquering our limiting beliefs and overcoming our fear-based habits and just kind of getting in touch with those deeply stored everything, thoughts, beliefs, habits that are keeping us in this stagnant space. So it's something that I'm really passionate about. And as soon as I looked into it, I knew it was what I was supposed to be doing. So I got the confirmation and it's been the best thing that I've ever done. Nice. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into hypnotherapy and reprogramming the subconscious? Oh, yes, I love this question um, because it was very random. <laughs> I myself, I was in a very dark space. Um, I was going through depression. I was struggling with anxiety. I had social anxiety. And I was pretty much living on autopilot. Like, I had no real sense of self and what it is that I wanted to do with my life. I was just working two jobs, coming home, sleeping, waking up, doing it again. And it was just a loop of just being here to live and not really living, you know? So I found myself like a lot of us do on YouTube and I was looking for some inspiration. I came across a motivational video and the video had an ad and it was a hypnotherapy ad. And me being the way that I am, um, I'm a Virgo rising. So I'm very, I don't know, I'm just very like into stuff like that. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. So <laughs> I did as much research as you could possibly do in like 20, 30 minutes. And after that, I started looking at schools. And I started looking at start days. And it came to the point where I actually found a school um, the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts that had a start date that was literally the next month and it happened to land on my grandmother's birthday that past few years prior. So 
that was when I was pretty much starting my spiritual journey. At least I was conscious of what it was. And that was the confirmation that I needed. So I took that leap. And that was almost two years ago. So it's been a little, it's been a long journey. Not too long. You know, I'm still fairly new, but I've loved every moment of it. That's so funny that you mentioned Southwest um, Institute of Healing Arts because I actually looked into them when I was getting my Reiki certification. I didn't get it from them, but that's a, such a small world because I didn't know anybody else knew about them. Right. So one of the questions I had for you is, can you explain to us a little bit about the subconscious mind, and then I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper because were you talking about how you wanted to help heal melanated women? And I wanna dig into why specifically you feel like we need the help and where those challenges show up. Oh yes, okay. So <laughs> I love explaining the subconscious mind because um, a lot of people, you know, you get that raised eyebrow from it, but it doesn't phase me. I keep talking about it because it's just something that's so interesting. Like, it's not talked about enough. But um, so throughout your life, you are picking up on everything that you're, you know, experiencing, you're witnessing, you're hearing. You're picking up on all of that throughout your life, mainly ages two through eight. And what that does is that it stores those beliefs within your subconscious mind, aka your programmed mind. So why this is so important is because this part of our mind controls up to 95% of what we do on a daily basis. So all of those negative beliefs, all of those habits that we're having such a hard time breaking today, most of the time those are things that we witnessed growing up or those are things that we heard and they just embedded within us and they become our belief system here 20 years later so the subconscious mind is really that programmed mind that just has everything that you've ever experienced within it um and why it's so powerful is because it's, it's never asleep it's constantly listening it's constantly picking up on stuff it's it doesn't go to sleep like your conscious mind does at night, right? Your your subconscious mind is always in the trance-like state, which is the beta brainwave state, which is the state that we were in from ages two to eight. So when they say the mind is like a sponge for children, the mind is like a sponge. <laughs> Everything is picked up on. I feel that um, definitely not noticing what you pick up on every day, I think has a big impact throughout your day because we see little pieces of programming in almost everything from the minute you open the TikTok app or maybe the news or even in the store, things affect us that we don't even pay attention to. So I find that really interesting. So what do you think we pick up as melanated women in our everyday that may affect our subconscious programming? There is quite a, a lot of things that we relate on that we don't even think about. Um, I can say out of my two years of doing this, mind you, I didn't start with working with women of color. Um, when I first started, I was a bit uneasy about like what I wanted to pursue and how I wanted to go about it. 
Um, because I had someone over here telling me smoking cessation, where the money's at, and then I had someone over here telling me like do past life regression, that's where the money's at, and I'm just like I want to do something that feels right, that like invokes that feeling within me. So as far as wanting to work with women of color, it's because I really sat there and I took a look at myself. And when I was in that dark space, I asked myself, like, who can I turn to? Who can I really talk to? And I didn't really have that many people that I could turn to, or at least I thought I didn't. You know, I had that belief system. So I focused on that because a lot of us just believe we aren't worthy of the life that we desire. And a lot of the beliefs that we have in common have to do with our lack of self-love and just not believing that we're capable of obtaining these, this peace or this freedom or just the love of our life. You know, it's just we're constantly in a repetitive cycle because of either suppressed trauma from our past or trauma that we've recently been through that was so repetitive that now that's stored in our subconscious. So I decided to focus on that because I knew that that was a safe space that was needed at the time that I was going through something and I wanted to create a space like that. So where does hypnotism come in with all of this? So the way that hypnotherapy works with all of this is simply like the subconscious mind and the beliefs that we were touching on that are stored within there. Um, hypnosis allows us to get back into that theta brainwave state without like stressing about it or overthinking about the process. It allows us to be in that state where we have direct access to that part of our mind. So throughout the hypnosis or hypnotherapy process, I use, my main thing is the relaxation method. Like granted, every, everyone's different because everyone's, you know, been through different stuff. But the relaxation method is simply allowing you to relax every muscle in your body. And a lot of us don't even know what that feels like because when we are in that relaxed state, it's when we're sleeping. So when I do the hypnosis, the hypnotherapy, it's me getting you in that space so that we can relax your body as well as your conscious mind to allow us to reach your subconscious mind and be able to, you know, change those deep inner thoughts and those deep inner beliefs to really assist you in, you know, changing your conscious view of yourself as well as the subconscious. So can you share with us about the first time you experienced this and what it was like for you? Yes, I can. <laughs> I love this question because I was I was just like a lot of a lot of people that messaged me and asked me like, is this like get out or are you gonna play with my mind? Because at first I was very intrigued with it, and my first experience with it was throughout my schooling process. You know, we would pair up and we would do it on each other, and at first it was a bit scary, but I started noticing the difference in how I was speaking to myself and 
how I was waking up and I was actually being productive and stuff like that. And I feel like when I started the schooling process, that's what really helped me switch my belief system surrounding it. But honestly, it was fairly scary at first because <laughs> you do have that belief, you know, and, and you just have to, like I do it myself with the one-on-one clients that I have, you just have to provide that reassurance and that safe space and just let them know, like, hey, this is your mind. Um, I don't have control over it like you think I do. Like, I can't make you go against any of your core values. You know, it's strictly your mind. But it was it was fairly nerve-wracking at first. <laughs> so you mentioned the theta brainwave state. Now, when you underwent the hypnosis for the first time, were you sleeping? Was it something you listened to at night, or was it an active session during the day? Yes, so it was an active session with one of my classmates. Um, but as I progressed throughout that journey, I started listening to the subliminals overnight like you know those eight-hour um, subliminal videos that just play overnight with the affirmations those are really freaking powerful do not sleep on those because that's simply self-hypnosis like yet yeah, granted you're not saying it to yourself but that is another way to reprogram your subconscious mind without like feeling like overstimulated or like you have to do any extra stuff so it was definitely an experience, but I love the relaxation part. Do you feel like you have to hear those videos super loud when you sleep or does just like your ears because we pick up so much without even noticing it? You could probably like leave it in another room and turn it on and still be able to pick that up in your sleep. This is, this is so interesting because I actually got this question from a client the other day and you do not have to have that phone right up here on your ear when you're going to sleep. <laughs> you can have it, you know, just low enough for you to like hear it, even if it's like whispers, but you will still get the same results. It's just a matter of the discipline and how consistent you are with listening to it like every night or every morning as you're getting ready. You know, it just, it just depends on that. And I don't say the volume would really play too much, but sometimes I have it too loud on the TV in the room and I'll wake up terrified. So it's really off of your preference and what resonates with you. Yeah, so I'm really big on listening to affirmations. I record them myself and for other people. And I realize that, especially when you hear your own voice as well, because I do listen to the YouTube videos, but hearing your own voice I think kind of brings it to a balance because you're not used to listening to your own. You're always used to listening to other people. So it's like you speaking inside of your head. So I really love that. Um, what are some common misconceptions that people have about reprogramming the subconscious? I, well, the common misconception that I hear is that people just don't believe that is true. Like, they don't believe that the subconscious mind is accessible. And it's really, <laughs> it, I don't know how to like necessarily um, debunk that other than saying like, if you're noticing the patterns and you're noticing you're taking this conscious, you know, the conscious steps and you're not seeing the difference in how you're going throughout your daily life, there has to be another factor, right? There has to be something else there. So 
that is actually the main thing that I hear is like, there's no way that's that easily accessible. It is. It's just a matter of, in your mind, you have your conscious mind, and then you have this thing that I like to call the BS wall. <laughs> and then behind the BS wall is your subconscious mind. It's just, if you don't get in that relaxed state, that just like space to assess that part, you're going to keep running into that wall. <laughs> so you're going to only keep getting in contact with your 5% of your conscious mind, your creative mind versus the programmed mind. Do you happen to know what part of that brain it is that's activated when you hear those phrases? I don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> no, no. I would have to think about it. I'm like, do I? Um, no, but I do know that throughout that process, we're just simply persuading the mind. It's it's like, I feel like a lot of people have that belief that with, um, well, some people that are familiar with hypnotherapy think that it's just an end-all, be-all, but it's more so just you persuading your mind. I'm not completely removing it, you know, so it takes the conscious work as well, like the journaling or like the meditation and, you know, the stuff like that. But I'm, I'm not actually sure what part of the mind that is that. I also ask just because I know that I work a lot with and with other people too with pairing the logical and the spiritual mind together. So that's why I wonder, I wonder what part of the brain that rests within that way we like when you're listening, which part is activating the most, but I would think they're kind of working together too. For sure. And I love that you say that like that. They're for sure working together because I can't stress how much I explain it. To, you know, my friends, my clients, like, okay, like, we're doing this subconscious work, but like I said, you have to hold yourself accountable, you have to do the conscious actions, you know, they both play a part in the journey, so it's just a matter of the balance, and like, some people get too stuck on the subconscious, that they lose focus on the conscious, and it's just a matter of balancing that. Do you have any favorite success stories you can share with us? Oh my gosh, yeah. I have a few, but I'm just going to go over one. <laughs> so um, I recently had a 10-week program where I worked with four amazing women. And throughout the process, a lot of them I pretty much started with inner child healing. And we worked our way, you know, up to inner teenager, more towards, you know, self-esteem and confidence. Um, one of my clients in that <laughs> program after her first session, she was just like energized. Like she was really energized and she was just like, this is amazing, I love this. And she messaged me the next day and she's like, hey, we're gonna have to change my session times because I don't know what it was about that session, but I feel like it gave me the push to move to Mexico. So after this one inner child session, you know, um, which consisted of her really connecting with her inner child, comforting, embracing, and talking with her. She she got the courage to move halfway across <laughs> the country with just her and her two kids. And that was just so amazing to me. I was like, wow. 
That's amazing to be able to change things and be able to move that far away. I'm not sure where she lived at first, but that sounds like a long trip to take your family. That's amazing. Yes, yes. I was just like, oh my gosh, okay, so we're going to change your time and we're going to work with this because this is amazing. And it was, it was even more amazing as like it progressed and I started noticing um, how that was a significant part of her journey just based off of our conversation. So I, I definitely love, I love that for her. I love that for all of my clients, every little thing that just like they still push them to step out of their comfort zone. I love those things. Thank you for sharing that. Are there any small techniques you could probably share with the listeners that they could try at home before they even start? Yes. I know, I know a lot of you hate this, but I'm just going to be honest. Journaling does wonders. <laughs> Journaling does wonders. I have a lot of people I've worked with one-on-one who don't want to journal. They prefer to, you know, do voice memos and video diaries, which is okay. But to like to a certain extent, and at some point, you're going to need to get all of this on paper. You're going to actually need to get it on paper, process it, you know, feel it, move through it. Because yes, video diaries are great, but the effectiveness of journaling and meditation as well. I don't think it's talked about enough how um, people overcomplicate meditation. <laughs> I feel like it's the most simplest thing. I feel like it's really what you make of it. Um, but, you know, how TikTok has people viewing stuff sometimes. But um, those and as well as visualization. Like, I cannot stress the power of visualization. And I can speak from personal experience that literally my business is a product of a lot of visualization. So those are techniques that will help you with tapping into your subconscious mind and also reprogramming it in the process. Do you feel like there are any health benefits to this outside of just living your dream life? So it really depends um, because hypnotherapy can be used for anything. Like I said, I decided to focus self-esteem my main thing is like boosting self-esteem um but hypnotherapy can be used for physical pain like to alleviate physical pain it can be used for like stomach issues such as IBS um it can be used for depression like it can be used for a lot of different things weight loss like the list goes on <laughs> but um there's a lot of different health benefits um as well as like if you are wanting to just if you just have that set vision of your end goal and say that you want to build your self-esteem but you're also wanting to you know have a better morning habit or better routine and stuff of that nature that will help within that process it's like an it's, it's very weird I don't know how to fully explain it but hypnotherapy is like a big energy boost like granted after it you were just kind of sleeping so you might be a little sleepy after but as the days progress it's really an energy boost 
Okay, so if I book a session with you and you're walking me through my first session, what does that usually involve? So as far as the first session, I usually spend about 10, 15 minutes if I haven't done so on a discovery call with answering questions. And if some don't have questions, then I will just walk you through the process of like how, what you could experience how this could happen, you know, what you will feel, stuff of that nature. Um, and I would just ask you to get as comfortable as you possibly can. I usually recommend getting very comfortable laying down because I feel like when you're sitting in a chair, it's like you're, you're constantly thinking, like, am I comfortable? Like, am I comfy? Like, so I would tell you to sit down, I mean, lay down, rest your arms on your side, close your eyes. And before we get into the hypnotherapy process, I always do breath work. I love me some breath work. <laughs> so, <I> will, <laughs> so I will definitely start doing breath work with you and then slowly insert relaxing music, <laughs> slowly insert relaxation technique and just allow you to focus on relaxing every muscle in your body. And Throughout the process, depending on what the focus is for the session, a lot of it pertains to imagery. So it's actually like meditation. It's just visualization within a relaxed state. So that's what the session will really consist of. Following that, I usually ask, like, what did you experience? What did you see? Because everyone's experience is different. Like, I... At times, I'm just like blown away at what <laughs> what everyone's subconscious mind comes up with because sometimes I use similar scripts or sessions with clients that I use on myself, and I'm just like, wow, like two people doing the same exact script session, but two completely different perspectives. So. Yeah, that's pretty much how the, I don't want to trail off too much, but that's pretty much how the session would go. That's awesome. And guys, I'm going to tag all of Misha's information in case you want to book your first hypnotherapy session to transform your life. So I am curious, have you ever used any of these methods with family members or close friends and have they given the same kind of success stories? Yes. Um, actually, I have some family members that don't necessarily want to try that just yet, but <laughs> I have had the pleasure of doing it with my boyfriend. And like he was my my practice dummy throughout my whole schooling process. So <laughs> he got it, he got it for free. You know, he just got the works. But um <laughs> I had the pleasure of doing um it was more so like an ideal ideometer response. So I had the pleasure of doing a session where um, I was pretty much just asking about like his his confidence and how he was feeling and in turn I was speaking to his mind and having him respond to me with his fingers muscles and just the jumping so um, he freaking loved it he loved it but then he was also like what the heck is this <laughs> so um, I think that was the last time that I've done it on him but <laughs> I have had a friend or two that I've had the pleasure of doing inner child sessions with, and they're very emotional, but the progression and just the perspective that you get from it 
it's like they always message me a day or two later and they're just like, wow, this came up for me. What is this? Or just like, how do I like build this relationship with her, strengthen this relationship with her? So I would say yes. <laughs> well, thank you for all the amazing work that you do. It's very enlightening to hear that there are more women coming into this kind of work. I'm sure they always were because it's a very intuitive thing, but to know that that can help activate other people is so great to hear. So one of my final questions I have for you is, do you think you could share with the audience why it is so crucial to program your subconscious? If you're experiencing any kind of anxiety or doubt in your life, why is this so beneficial for us? And you've said it a little bit, but I'd just like for you to elaborate for people who still might not absolutely get it yet. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I told you, I love, I love the questions. I love them. So the importance in reprogramming your subconscious mind. So ladies, <laughs> your subconscious mind is where everything that you have learned throughout ages two to eight is stored. So if I'm speaking from my personal experience, I grew up in a household where I was the only girl, I was the middle child, and I didn't have that much of a strong relationship with my mother. I was more so a daddy's girl. So growing up, I was always taught not to show my emotions. I was taught to stay in a child's place. You know, I was taught to um, not speak unless spoken to from my elders. And in turn, as I grew older, I realized that I had no real sense of emotion. I suppressed, like I... I didn't know what it felt like to have a good cry. And I noticed that this was affecting me and not allowing me to tap into my feminine energy. I was taught to like literally process and just move throughout life in my masculine energy. And a lot of times that's what us women of color are taught without even realizing it. So when you are able to get in contact with that part of your subconscious mind, you're able to face those suppressed beliefs, those emotions, and those thoughts, the negative thoughts. Because how many of us think we're not good enough? Like how many of us need someone else to tell us that we are good enough? You know, we look for everything that's within us in external places. So by reprogramming your subconscious mind, you're able to tap into your inner power. You're able to recognize who the heck you are, and you're able to move forward in that energy. So that is why I believe it's such an amazing thing and a powerful thing to do. Thank you so much, Misha. And that's one thing I try to emphasize on these episodes I do as much as possible is that transformation lies within each and every one of us. And it's more accessible than we think. I think a lot of us are used to giving that power over to something or someone else. And to know that we can help guide each other back to ourselves is so important. So if you can, can you share with the audience how they can get in touch with you, any offerings that you have so they can get to know you a little bit better through all this wisdom you shared today? Yes. So um, as Taylor said in, in the beginning, you know, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, and my ad is soulfully Misha. 
That's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L-Y, Misha. And I don't know when this is going to come out, but I actually currently have a group hypnotherapy session that I am promoting for September 30th and October 1st. So if you are struggling with your confidence and you're wanting to get that subconscious boost, then that's what that's for. (laughs) That's what I created it for. And it's very intimate because there's actually a few spots so that I can actually talk with you all. Um, You can also find me. Well, my website is pretty long, but (laughs) it's pretty much my stand store link that's in all of my bios. And that's how you can book one-on-one with me or my group session. The episode will actually be out this Sunday, so I will make sure to share that with everyone. If you want to get on that on that session, please be sure to click the link that I'm going to post in the bios on both YouTube and the podcast episodes. So again, I want to thank Misha for being here with us today and sharing her wisdom with us. Are there any other words you want to leave us with today? Short and simple, have grace with yourself. This journey is never ending and, you know, you're going to have trials and you're going to have tribulations, but just have grace with yourself because in the end, you truly only really have yourself. So I want to leave you guys with that. Thank you so much. So this has been another episode of the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. I will be linking all of Misha's information in our show notes and be sure to reach out. As always, until next time, let love lead the way. desires.